This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt. I'm a hero. I'm holding out for a hero till the end of the night. He's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be fresh from the fight. I'm a hero. I'm holding out for a hero till the morning light. He's gotta be sure. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> that was in honor of Charles the Pup. This is a, a very special Fury of the Blackcast uh, episode. It is uh, the first time in a very long time. I can't think of the last audio-only episode that I've oh, done, yeah. but we're doing an audio only episode for the privilege of being here with yes William J Sterling on Twitter at Will Sterling underscore. That's me. And for the first time, <laughs> oh, someone yeah. who has oft been referenced on this show as perhaps being like Mr. Snuffleupagus, not real. Uh, being an Wait, imaginary he's real, well, yeah. By the time you came along, but Mr. Snuffleupagus was oh, everyone always thought it was Big Bird's imaginary friend, and he would always leave right before everybody showed up. And Big Bird was like, "No, I promise, he's real," and they didn't believe him. Would you like to know why they made a big deal of doing away with that aspect of the storytelling? Because it's teaching okay. kids to believe in imaginary friends was harmful. No. Making kids think that if you tell grown-ups something that's really important to you and they won't believe you uh, was a bad lesson they felt. Oh. So they so they did they did a huge thing. My wow. sister was watching Sesame Street at the time they did it, and this is what everybody tuned in for. Phil Donahue was there on Sesame Street covering this. This was a, this was a big event. <laughs> when Mister, I, I thought it was Mister Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Is it not? Yeah. So, Casey, you are not Mr. Snuffleupagus, either incarnation, either the imaginary friend or the real one. I've met you twice, and I saw a movie with you now. I'm still not 100% sure you're not just a, a, an, an actor friend of Will's, that this is just an elaborate scam that he's been, you know, doing a really good job with. We've been trying really hard. Yeah, you've thrown parties together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a commitment ceremony that, uh, you know, Conveniently enough, I wasn't invited to, but it's all right. A commitment uh, ceremony? It was a wedding. I didn't remember. Oh. We eloped. Yeah. No okay. One, no it was an actual was wedding. Yeah. <laughs> no one was invited. Even Casey. <laughs> because it didn't happen. That's true. So, uh, but when I have met you, whoever you are, you've always been delightful and uh, wonderful to talk to. And people have heard about you more than they've heard. And how should, should we just say, this is Casey? Do we want to give... Full name? Do we want people to know where to find you? Uh, you know, you can't find her anywhere. I, I no mean, social I, media. You, you did at one point, though, didn't I you? I did. Okay, because I, I was like, wait a minute, I used to follow you on Instagram. 
but yes. well, it's still there. I but you just don't, don't do anything. I with don't. It. Yeah. Okay, but uh, people will see a, a photo of the three of us. That uh, so there is proof that there was someone at the theater with us, <laughs> and I want to start with you, Casey, because Will and I we can get into some minutiae what we thought. Um, what did you think of assuming you saw the the first Shazam movie? And had you seen that before this, or possibly not? I think I. I do remember it. watching it with I, you during okay. the quarantine. That's the only way I would have seen it is with yeah, William. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. And your feeling was probably at least somewhat positive. It was cute. Yeah. yeah, my my wife liked it for two reasons. One, we were a big fan of the series Chuck, which starred Zachary Levi, and she was a huge fan of the OC, mm. and. I saw it months before she did. She finally like watched it on, I don't know, HBO Max or wherever it ended up. And she somehow had no idea that Adam Brody was on, was in the movie. So it just like amped up the excitement level for it. So it was Chuck and I forget his character's name on the OC, but you know, that guy, Seth, Seth Cohen. Seth, Seth yeah. Cohen. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good for a show that I've never seen a full episode of, but uh, I, I, you know, you live in those circles. So, my wife really liked it for that reason, and, and she wanted to be here with us today. But uh, she's uh, she's home with Lucy, who's got a 100.0 fever, which oh. is exactly the point where you get sent home from school. Oh. So you remember liking the first one. What did you think of Fury of the Gods? So I will say I experienced the same thing your wife experienced, although I've seen the first one, totally forgot. Yeah. That he was in it. Seth, what's his name? Adam Brody. <laughs> Adam Brody. Yeah. So yeah. that was a pleasant surprise yeah. today seeing him. Um, overall, I fell asleep. Um, in Act Three, she started and, telling and, me and about this, and I was like, "Wait, let, let me just let this. me just explain." We went to a twelve thirty p.m. showing, uh, <laughs> and uh, even though it is St. Patrick's Day, top of the morning to you, luck of the Irish, etc. Uh, there were not adult beverages consumed during the film. I don't know what you guys did. I don't know if you pre-gamed in the parking lot. No. Completely sober. Okay. We're doing whippets after the show, by the <laughs> way, so get ready. But uh, so uh, I have fallen asleep during movies that I didn't hate. I've fallen asleep. Uh, some Well, no. The <laughs> the one I was about to say, it's the, it's the what's the second Da Vinci Code movie? I, I just angels and demons. Yeah, I just I I felt sleep coming on, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn into this kid and just sit back and close my I eyes. I think Tom Hanks fell asleep in the middle of that movie too. <laughs> but uh, you know, it happens sometimes. So is that indicative to perhaps you did not enjoy the film, or was it just oh, I'm so really nice chairs, the IMAX theater yeah. at AMC at the Grove, very co- one of the most comfortable. I'm going to say this: one of the most comfortable theaters I've ever been in. That. You know, wow! Isn't, isn't like a fancy private screening room. You know what I mean. Well, high five. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, did you you slept through some of Act Three? Uh, it is not. Yeah, I did not hate the film. If I hated the film, I'd stay awake the entire time because I was I'd be angry. <laughs> I felt nothing about the film. I think, <laughs> and that's why I fell asleep. Um. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, you know, it doesn't it, it's not a shocking way to perceive the film. And uh, obviously, or all opinions are welcome. My thing was, you know what I liked about Shazam? The first one is a Shazam movie. 
Uh, I'm not all in on the Shazam family. You don't need all the kids. I didn't. No, I, I actually liked them as non, the non-superhero characters in the first one. Yeah. And I think that there's good moments for every single one of them in this. But the best parts are when conveniently none of them have powers. And it's like, <laughs> it's all up It's all up to Shazam, you know? Yeah. I have a question about that I, because I remember very little from the original. And Did you stay awake for that, do you think? Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay, fine. I'm just Clearly curious. not because she doesn't remember watching <laughs> Anyway, um, so the young, the young Shazam, Billy, young Billy, Billy, yes. Billy Batson, yeah, that is the same actor from the first. Yeah, Shazam? I think so. I think it he's is. just probably like they talk about how it's been two years, but it, I think that movie came out five years ago. Does that sound right? So, May 2019. 2019. Okay, yeah. so and they filmed this though like a while ago. So between shooting schedules, you know, it's been probably like four years. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about. TV series with kids, sometimes, you know, over the summer, they come back in the fall and you're like, oh my God, Malcolm's not in the middle. He is the middle. Yeah. We can't leave it to Beaver. He's stolen everything. He takes up the whole screen. Well, my thing was like, uh, I'm sorry, what's the older actor's name? Zachary Levi. Levi. Zachary Levi. So charismatic, so funny, so engaging, very goofy, right? I felt nothing from young Billy. I was like, how did they even cast this young this is man a great point. And I felt as this way. the young Shazam? Because he's so funny when he's Shazam. Yeah. That was the best part of the movie. And Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Um, yeah, I don't know. That kid, He didn't have a lot of airtime, though, in this film. So I don't know Agreed. if he just ha- didn't have the opportunity to no. really be that. But I just thought he was I, so boring. I think that... The other characters, they did a better job having their non-powered versions be very similar to their powered versions. I think that, um, what is, you know, the wizard said his name wrong so many times. I, what is, what is Freddie? Freddie, Freddie Freeman, who, by the way, is a baseball player. He's the first baseman for the Dodgers the last two years. He was, he played in the Atlanta Braves for like a decade, won a World Series. So every time they say Freddie Freeman, I kind of want something bad to happen. <laughs> but Wait, that's who not is he? Who did Freddie play? He's a baseball player. Christian so there's, that's a real name of a baseball player is Freddie oh, Freeman. So I this character's name. No, no, no. This character's like, name is Freddie Freeman. So it throws Christian me off. hates that child so much. What did no, that poor no. little boy, he's, he's, that he's, crippled boy ever good, do to you? But they, they seem very similar. To the extent that even their adoptive father's watching, you know, watching Adam Brody on TV. And he's like, you ever think that he, ah, mm-hmm. ah, come on. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, there are some fun moments. There's plenty of silly moments. There's a couple of times where I was like, oh, that was a little stupid. But I didn't think the movie was stupid. Um, I felt something for it, which is fun. It's not... You know, I felt like it was consistent, which sometimes, and this is not an indictment of DC because Marvel movies do the same thing. Sometimes they're very inconsistent. You're like, oh, I, I like when the movie is like this, but then when it veers off and it does this other thing, it doesn't work as well. I felt like it was a fairly consistent story. I don't know why it was two hours and 10 minutes. I'm going to be honest about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it down to a tight 159. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just, there's something yeah. subconsciously about like, well, this movie is under two hours. Um, but Will, as uh, someone who has lived and breathed these characters for much longer than I have, uh, what did you think of Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods? And by the way, as we talk about it, we will eventually get into uh, spoiler territory. Right now, it's very light spoiler spoilers. Free. But the spoilers, oh, they coming. 
I don't know as much about these characters as, as a lot of other DC characters. Like I note to self, I talk have, to Jeff Winstead about yes, this. Yes, Jeff Winstead probably. And, <laughs> and John uh, Nolan, the Raging yeah, Rhino. Yeah. I agree with Casey. I felt this in the first one. I was like, that Asher Angel kid is so uncharismatic. Yeah. And he is not the same person. Why is he now so funny? It's great that he's funny. But as a little kid, he should be like not able to shut the fuck up and the same. You know what I mean? Like. That's Zachary Levi was more childlike he, than the child. Why do, yeah, Great why point. does he Great just point. become just some become someone that he's not? I I didn't didn't love that. But overall, I don't know. I was kind of like this is a movie in which there's now that feeling of like are they going to do anything with these characters? That that's the biggest thing looming over it. And this is where we will get into uh, some spoiler territory uh because I think one of the the best tricks that they did was early in the film, the Wonder Woman fake out. Yeah. Where you see her and then she turns into the wizard and then she's not there. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like how Superman was in the end credits. Exactly. And then the reveal that you actually get her and then, you know, you see her face. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's really there. She's on set. And now I had heard they wanted, they wanted Black Adam to be in this movie. But oh. The Rock said uh i don't uh i don't play with the b team not That's realizing right. at that point that he's actually the, he was the c team possibly was, yeah, yeah unfortunately yeah because shazam is a, is a step up from and uh if it had been black adam who showed up and casey you don't need to have seen it to to get it but it would have logically it's like oh yeah like he's part of the same right the, the same wizard the same everything yeah. you know so it's like he's the oh, seventh lo- one. logically that's who it would have been but you know, Wonder yeah. Woman is, you know, she's she's the son of uh she's the daughter of uh not Zeus. Yeah. Zeus. Yeah, no, yeah it is Zeus, Zeus, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, works for the um, story. And honestly, I'd rather see Gal Gadot than uh, the rock. That's true. You know? I so even if it didn't make sense, I'd I, be like, Yeah, it's fine. I feel bad uh because <clears throat> that cameo was they did marketing wise what they did with henry cavill where they're like well we want more people to see this movie so we're just going to spoil this I so see. they started cutting it into like trailers and stuff oh. and the director was like well that's unfortunate i was really looking forward to people being surprised by this but I, it is what i it was is. surprised by that okay whereas with black adam the fact that the rock was saying in every interview make sure you stick around for a super cameo yeah okay thanks Dwayne. yeah we yeah. get it yeah okay yeah but i also i mean the movie overall i just i didn't love it I didn't no. love it. It oh, was was it fine? Or was it sub fine? I guess it's fine. I think it's a little sub fine because I'm like I have zero desire to really see it again. It's like it felt like a sequel to a movie that already was kind of a miracle that it did as well as it did. Yeah, and it felt a little unfocused and it was very corny in a lot of places. And I understand that it's like kind of trying to be more sweet for the kids and stuff. But there was just a lot of shit that I was like, we could lose that girl. The girl the in high girl. school, oh. who, the daughter, one of the daughters of Atlas, who's like, just acts like a Broadway actor. Because she, wasn't she in West Side she was Story? In, was she in West Side Story? Oh, I, I think that's, that's who, she, who yeah. she is. I thought she was in In the Heights. Different, but same kind of movie. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know. Maria. Yeah, that's yeah. a it, she's She's the, the you know, yeah, the character you're thinking of is basically Maria. It is Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and 
the like rom- romance between her and Freddie, and like just a lot of things that I was like, she's also I know for a fact like much older than him. Well, she's five thousand years old, didn't you hear? Thousand. Well, she doesn't look a day over five thousand. <laughs> no, she's beautiful. Right, yeah. <laughs> she's but got a great skin regimen. A minor. He was also like, yeah. I felt like he was a little too sarcastic, Shazam, like a little too dumb. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like, did he? He didn't learn anything from he's, the first one. He's like. It, it, yeah, he's like uh, like season five Homer Simpson. You yeah, know, where they realize like, oh, instead of being angry all the time, let's just have him be stupid. Be stupid. So he's just can, he's just gotten dumber. Yeah, he was a little bit extra dumb. Yeah, you know. Wait, we're not talking about Shazam, right? We're talking about his brother, about Everywhere Shazam. Man. You're talking also Shazam. Shazam. Oh, they're all Shazam. Well, no, he's you're talking, talking about, about Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. But oh. I, I understand you're thinking that uh, Adam Brody's character, uh, the was, young version. Yeah. Was was also yeah super sarcastic, but he was consistent he the way he was in the it. first movie. He was and, great. And, and again, as we said earlier, the uh, non-powered version and powered version of that character they seem consistent. Yeah, I think Agreed. there's a reason that they gave that kid who plays non-powered Freddy such a long th- bit of business to do because like even watching the first movie, I was like, this kid is clearly the best of these actors, right? And He's so uniquely, specifically, exactly paired with Seth or Adam Brody, which is really weird. Yeah. And so when they're like, well, we need we need one of these kids to have some fucking charisma and do something good. <laughs> well, we'll make it this kid because yeah. he's genuinely with, talented. With the uh, the actress who plays Mary, I, I have no I have no actual uh, criticism specific, just more of a general feeling. But I feel like they cast the adult one first and then an actress came in. And it's like, well, she looks like her. So great. Let's like let's not even have you read, read, honey. Go ahead. I thought it was so, my understanding that this was the girl from the first one, but now mm-hmm. she's older, so she played both parts. She played both. Oh, she did. The one who played Mary Marvel as the adult in the last one is that no longer is, in the movie. Okay. See, I think double. I had that thought in the first one, and okay. I am not smart enough to realize this was the same actress. So. It's okay. She's also like I kept feeling it with her. First of all, everyone in the movie was too beautiful i was getting upset with how attractive everyone was i mean even the way the how wizard clean comes everything end, was you know that made yeah. me i god if i could roll my eyes into the back of my head i was like I, why is he dressed like this he's a fucking ancient wizard yeah uh, but, but but now he's chris tucker in the fifth element yeah exactly know, so. <laughs> uh so i had I, yeah i guess slightly sub fine I'm, I'm not angry at it but i'm like okay i know we're we're coming into the new dcu but apparently with that fucking end credit sequence maybe he's involved i don't know yeah, well, I think that they want to leave the door open. You're talking about the end-end credit or the the mid credit? Well, the mid credit, yeah. It's like you know, if you have James Gunn's wife in your mid credit scene, then it's like, oh, this might actually still yeah. be a part of things. Yeah. But they invite him to join the Justice Society. It's kind of a funny interaction. I liked seeing uh, those two. Um, I don't remember Steve Agee's uh, character's name from Peacemaker, etc. But oh yeah, for context it's, it's, for Casey. Those characters are from the Peacemaker television show starring John Cena. And also from the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> That's right. And regular Suicide Squad, actually. They're, they go that far back. Both of them were in that. In, they were? Yeah. They're, they're, oh. Yeah. I didn't know they were in the first Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Yeah. They, oh. Yeah. The, I, I think uh, Steve Agee might even... No, he's not the one that clocks Amanda Waller. But uh, yeah, they're in, they're in those, oh, okay. those scenes. They're part of like a big group of like 20 people. Okay. But uh, in any case, yeah, I think that uh, I was happy to see them. And uh, I love Steve Agee. Yeah, I, I, he's great. I mean, there's the Peacemaker is one of the most surprising things from last year. He's consistently great in it. 
you know, he's, he's also, he's very much, it's a perfect character for him. So it was good to see him. And, um, I thought that, uh, the way that that mid credit scene ends though, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't want to do the justice society. I want to do the justice league. So they don't have to include him. It's like, you know, it's left ambiguous, you know, yeah. you may or may not see him again. Uh, you know, how old is Zachary Levi at this point? You know, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, it's not he's like he looks 40s. old, but he's in his forties, you know? So yeah. is he prime superhero age? You know, so Christian, I'm 35 and I've yet to book my part. So don't yeah. take well, away my dreams. Look, that's why I said you can no longer play Superboy. You can only play Superman, you know? Well, there you go. Yeah. You, you need to, you, you can't be Robin, but you could be Nightwing. Okay. You know, that's okay. where, that's where I feel you are. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing. There's, they definitely go for cutesy moments in this, and it's fine because it's kids. There's a couple of nice, heartfelt moments that I felt like it's a, they, they, the dial for Schmaltz was turned up a little too high, but not enough. You know, the fact that, you know, he calls his adoptive mom, mom for the first time. I'm like, you know what? I get what they're doing. Yeah. The prop, Heather probably would have cried at that. If, I, I wish she'd seen it for that reason, because, you know, anything that deals with, I have that happen sometimes. So you're dealing with, uh, you know, parental dynamics. Movies that have that that I would have seen ten years ago, I don't even think I would blink. But now I'm like, Ooh, I don't even. I don't even have, onions in here. I don't even have kids, and I see things like that, and yeah. it's like still like even if it's in a movie I hate, there yeah. can still be a scene where I'm like, fuck, God yeah. Damn it. No, there was there was definitely some of that with uh, with Billy and his family. You know, you, you, you especially his willingness to sacrifice and all that, but. Uh, I think that, you know, I used to always joke on this podcast that uh, there was the rumor that, uh, you know, in, in DC movies, there was a, there were, the memos went around, no jokes. Yes. And then at some point they were like, well, clearly we got time for a lot of jokes. And then this movie goes ahead and uses the same joke twice. Taste the rainbow one time. Mm-hmm. Funny. Yeah. Taste the rainbow motherfucker. But then the, the unicorn is so loud that the little girl doesn't actually say motherfucker. Yeah. That should have been the one. Casey missed that part. Oh well, she. I'm really bummed. I fell asleep before the unicorns because <laughs> unicorns were pretty I cool. I love unicorns. <laughs> unicorn- that would have probably these, made the movie. These were for some me. pretty cool unicorns. I'm not gonna lie. I liked the take on unicorns. Were they nice or mean ones? They were evil. But won over by Skittles. Which, that's right. Honestly, I think who who isn't won over by Skittles? It's that's true. the real. That's the real question here. That's why we're we've gathered here today <laughs> to talk about who doesn't love Skittles. So you know there was some of that. I liked the way, and I don't remember the 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 name of either character, but the the youngest girl, the way that the adult version of her played and was very clearly the youngest one. Yeah. I think she did a great job. That actress did uh, did a great job convincing us that she's like i don't know eight or nine or yeah whatever she is yeah. you know i have you know, very comparable in age to the way my seven-year-old would behave you know so yes but uh you're all right over there i'm just double checking something making sure that's recording no <laughs> looking at our levels because we're all in weird different positions from the mics here so I'm yeah. Just, yeah we've got yeah you guys can't see unfortunately but uh we are actually playing twister uh while we do this <laughs> so we're all you know contorted and uh, up and crazy but we each have our own twister board so you know there's nothing untoward going on and charles <laughs> the dog oh yeah is just asleep on his twist oh. <laughs> he's like wait that's mine wait <laughs> um but uh yeah i think that uh it's not bad. It's not so bad that it, it drove me to hate it. And I think, uh, Casey, I can understand that thought that if it was so bad that you hated it, 
the rage would have kept you awake and elevated you to a new plane of existence and, you know, <laughs> would have just been like, as soon as the credits started rolling, you know, I, the, we we would have probably heard from you, you know. I would have said, I'll, I'll be outside. You guys come out when <laughs> Do you're you ready. Do you leave movies often? I really only go to the movies with you. I don't think there's one we've seen where I'm like, oh my God, that's that's But that's what I mean. It's like, would you leave a movie? You walk out. Well, of you movie? walked out I, on I Doctor Strange for the end credits. If I didn't like, oh the movie. yeah, that's true. But you walked out on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I did. I, I have I have stayed to the end of movies that I think you would agree are much worse than that. I'm sure. Uh, I I've I've definitely walked out on a movie because I'm like I don't really have to go to the bathroom, but I need to walk it off a little bit. I'll yeah. come back. I, you know, there's a there's a time in Cocaine Bear where I was just like. Uh, they're kind of missing what could have made this the movie I wanted it to be. So okay. I'll come back in like 90 seconds. And there's, I felt better about the rest of Cocaine Bear. I took many periodic <laughs> breaks during Avatar 2. Because did you see it in the in the theater? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah I think we, we talked about 3D. that. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I think you needed to. Because yeah. of its length that I was like, when I go to the bathroom, I like needed to like just stretch I would like walk. I walked the halls, looked at movie posters. Don't you? Don't I just, you? Like, needed some time. I was because I was so hopeful. Don't you I was wish we really... lived in an era where there was a smoking lounge at the theater? Because I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna need like eight minutes. For I had a brought a flask with me. So oh well, that'll that'll yeah. help. Yeah. No Avatar. I you know you you know that movie's three hours and twelve minutes. So I I planned accordingly. I did not get up. I did not even use the restroom, but that wow. that's my trick from the Batman, if you remember. Oh. I, waited, I waited like 90 minutes to eat my popcorn when you and I went to see the Batman. Is that what? That's what I did, yeah, because I knew I knew that movie was three hours, so yeah. I'm like, all right. You know, and then this one, I was just like, just not during the credits. I mean, the uh, the trailers. Right. You know, I was like, let's because that'll Which, happen. To you you know, you got an extra 25 minutes. Yeah, right. Exactly. When you yeah. go to the movies. Now. Yeah. And and I'm like, I'm not going to eat my popcorn in those 25 minutes because those 25 minutes would have led to more soda. Yeah. Leaded. Leaded. Lent. Nope. Led to uh, bathroom time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that what works about this movie is definitely Zachary Levi. And. Uh, I agree. Uh, it's it's great to see Lucy Liu again anytime you see her. And uh, I thought uh, they did a good job with Helen Mirren because I think when we first meet the two of them, they're basically the same character. Mm -hmm. And I like that Helen Mirren is the one I'm like, oh, this might be a little bit much. Um, yeah. In, in the Heights slash West Side Story, uh, Sister... I mean, they make the point of like, why are your ages so wildly different? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, sure. So, so she's like 22. I mean, the actress, I actually don't know how old that actress is, I have no idea. but it's just like, yeah. And I mean, so your, your, your older sister's like 70. I, I, she looks great for however old she is. That's not what I'm saying. You know, it's just, uh, it, it's interesting. But uh, so I thought the dynamic between the two of them was best. When the three of them were there, uh, it was, I don't know, it just felt very tacked on the way that she was kind of tacked on in the story. Yeah. But let's, uh, let's, uh, Casey, let's celebrate uh, Helen Mirren and uh, Lucy Liu. What was great about them for you in this movie? Um, I don't know if it's this movie particularly. I just haven't just glad seen to see either. Them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. In a while, Lucy Liu was I... stuck doing the the Sherlock that nobody liked on CBS. Oh yeah, she was Watson to uh, Johnny. I love Johnny Lee Miller. I forgot about but that. But oh. that was the that was the not Benedict Cumberbatch right. uh, Sherlock. Right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that. That sounds great. But I don't know if I've ever seen Lucy Liu in the villain role. 
I had spoiler. not. Yeah. Um, not really a spoiler, I guess. Yeah, but, we've already we've already mentioned um, that we're talking spoilers. Yeah, but it's true. As soon as you see her, she like turns somebody into stone. So yeah, she's definitely not a good a good. Character. Well, they both. It was like you said, they were essentially the same character. They yeah. were both villains. Yeah. Um, but Lucy Liu ended up being the villain. Um, how did it play out between the two of them at the end? So obviously Helen Mirren was oh, like you missed all that too. Yeah, was Lucy Liu had- did that play out naturally or was it like a Oh, you're right. This isn't good. Kill you. You know, like Um, sometimes they just one scene and someone completely changes their mind. It was kind of like that. It was basically like like, you're not on board. Now the dragon's going to impale you uh, instantly. And uh, West Side Story is like, oh, my God, I need to uh, basically run. Yeah. So um, spent thousands and thousands of years uh, with this plan and. uh, yeah, and then we improvise. That's like a couple ah, of foster just, kids make you change, have a change of heart. To be uh, honest, to give Lucy Lou's character credit, she was on. She was doing what she was supposed to do. Yeah, she's like, this you was spend that much time yeah. hell bent on revenge, and mm-hmm. then a bunch of fucking little kids it, with powers make it, you change your mind. It's like, have you ever been the one? I'm like, am I the only one who read the email? Yeah. You know, you're just like, this isn't what we're supposed. Our to Our father be doing. is Zeus. Yeah, what like, the fuck is wrong? This is with what you? we're doing. We talked about this. We're so glad we can finally do this. And now you guys, and it's like, I mean, if you're gonna fall for somebody, Anne, it really Freddie yeah. Freeman, yeah. you know. Also, yeah. I have a thing now about movies where bullies are like so over the top bullies. Yeah, like, a, hey, oh my god, hey new girl, horrible. and then they just like kick the shit out of him in front of her and everyone else, and I was like, in front of Diedrich Bader. I don't know about this. And then yeah, Diedrich Bader just shows up and up. just goes, hey boys, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and then like, oh sorry, dude. I'm just like. Take him I, to the fucking principal's office. My God, he also just... physically intervene, sir. Like you, these kids are beating this poor child. And and what kind of fucking kid is like, hey, you? I bet that girl's gonna want to fuck me if I beat up and humiliate another person in front of her. No, that tracks. Yeah, <laughs> no, that I works. That yeah. worked for you in yeah. high school. You, no, 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 no. I would get beat up. I see. And, and then that dude would have sex with hundred, yeah, hundred okay. times out of a okay. hundred. It's literally how many times it happened. Uh, so hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> every girl that I knew just watched me get beat up and left with the uh, the assailant. But, but not uh, Heather was hundred and one. No, this was this was yeah, this is before that. Okay, know? so I haven't been I haven't been beaten up in twenty years. That's why. <laughs> but you know, there's still time. There's plenty yeah. of time. I mean, we were talking earlier. A year ago, I got beaten up by the parking lot outside of uh, Boots in the Boots Park. Boots in the Park. Tim so if Heather had been there, she yeah. would have been like, I'm leaving with Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's parking lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving with Tim McGraw's parking lot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry this parking yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what were things that you felt that they did well, Will? Uh, what, what stood out for you, William J. Sterling? Things that they did well. Yeah, that you were just like, okay, that was cool. I like this. You know? I mean, the humor does go a long way. It was just like, there can be too many jokes. Yep. You know, I do want to feel a little grounded. Um, do not see the new Ant-Man. I've told you that already. There's I won't. Too, there's see too it. many jokes. Okay, yeah, I'm sure there's. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're, it's you're, Thor four. There's way too many jokes. It's all jokes. It's that movie. In it, fact, wor- is it, wor- one big it, joke. it works better than than Thor four. But yeah, it's just it's too many jokes. Yeah, Thor four is way too many. Ant Man, it's like Ant Man and Shazam. You're like, okay, but this is where you go to for jokes. Yeah, like Thor equals jokes is like a newer conceit. It is. Newer. It was because the second Thor movie was was called the dark world and it was too dark yeah, for the world it's true so they were like what if we make him silly <laughs> yeah you know let's make him dumb yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it was kind of dumb, you know? um but uh what did you feel worked in uh, shazam dose 
unfortunately i feel like i guess now that you're asking me in that way i'm like yeah yeah, it know. functions as what it is. Yeah. But I was feeling, I was like, I really hope we don't get a third one. I just like, I don't need to do this again. It's like the, it's hard for them to balance the fantastical side of it with the DC world that already sort of belong. Like they already tried to make Wonder Woman a little bit grounded. Yeah. And with this movie, they're just like, all bets are off. It's all about magic. And so I liked that Freddie Freeman kid. He worked. Yeah, no, he did. I, uh, I mean, the actors who played the the Mary Marvel girl, I didn't like. She was really wooden, and she was always making the same beautiful, striking face constantly. She's always like, she was like, but you know, but look how look how I fill out this half sweater. Yeah. I think that was basically what it was. I mean, Casey, Casey's nodding into the microphone, but I just, yeah. you just feel like, yeah, that was that was a choice that they were just like, oh, I don't know, just get her to stand. To quote, I know, and that was hers, the young version. I yeah. was like, put a sweatshirt on her, like we can to quote try. Yeah, put put that Kanicki. Oxford sweatshirt on yeah. earlier. To yeah. quote Kaniki from Greece, yep. nobody's jugs are bigger than the nets. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can uh, quote Kanicki more often. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get a quote from a different Grease character uh, each episode. Tune in next week. I've got one from Rizzo. I also feel like they really sexualized their fucking mom. They kept cutting her. Oh my gosh. Little, when they're when I, they're in bed. Yes. I was when like, in bed. I was like, what the? F- did they just fuck? <laughs> Why does she look like this? And he's like, the woman, leave me alone. I'm like, you get away with talking to that like her yeah. like this way. Yeah. They kept, she was like so hot and everything that they, sh- what, the first time they introduced her, I thought that was the actress that was playing Mary Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I and did. then the girl came downstairs and I was like, oh, I was oh. like, man, she really got older. Yeah. Wow. She's beautiful still. Great. And then the girl came down. I was like, oh my God, that's their fucking mom. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, so, it, is... so there you go. That works. Really hot foster mom. Yeah, We're I mean, look, that's yeah. I believe that's a category on YouPorn is really hot foster mom. Oh, I think we'll it's a, you can type that in somewhere. I don't know, but so yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. Actually, I did notice that. That I only noticed it in that one scene. That when, when they're like, in, I'm like, I like. I mean, I know she was sleeping, but they, they live in Philadelphia. It's not the summer, and they were know? sleeping in the middle of the day. <laughs> well. You know, <laughs> we know what that was about. Come on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I like the parent characters in both movies. You know, I think that uh, I, I don't know. I like that he wants to call it a battle wagon or whatever. And, sure. You know, I'm like, it's like, all right, let's just go with it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's something we can talk about. There's the moment of like, oh, no more lies. I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. I'm gay. And everybody's like, yeah, dude, we know. Yeah. I thought that was fun because it was like it was like just a, it was like a moment and it was like, yeah, dude, we know. And it, I don't know. I think that when you do a moment like that and you make it big in a movie that it's not about that, you're just like, oh, it's distracting. This was, it was funny, but in like a heartfelt way of like, yeah, dude, you're our brother. We, we know you and we love you. Yeah. You know? So like, it's fine. And, uh, and even the parents were like, yeah, we know. I'm like 50-50 on it because, yeah, it's sweet. And I think it's easily more accessible to the audience they're trying not to offend. Sure. Which is a big part of their audience. Fair. I think it's better done when it's already a piece of the character that doesn't even need to be in that way. You right. know what I mean? That's fair. He's got a crush on a boy or whatever is talking about it within the dialogue. So it's just established as an authentic piece yeah. of who he is as opposed to being like, let's now do our due diligence and showing that we're like, we're okay. It's not bad. I just want those characters to be normalized and they're still a little tropey. And that makes me, I don't love that. 
No, I I know what you mean. I mean, I think that uh, when you you look at the fact that we're a far cry away, you know, more than twenty five years after you know pitching NBC Will and Grace, where they pretended that Will was just her friend, right? You know, like they didn't they didn't lean into it when they sold it to the network, right? You know, there was like there were some executives that they that knew, and then others were like, yeah, so they're just they're just friends, and you know, oh okay, that's fine, yeah. And, and Sean Hayes was like the over the top one, yeah, yeah, but like. They're like, well, I mean, look at Will, obviously. So, you know, I think that I guess when you compare, you know, I mean, Ellen's character on her sitcom being gay, you know, what a big deal that was. So mm-hmm. I guess I, I don't know. I mean, these are issues that, you know, I don't relate to. So I all I I see it and I go like, OK, so this normalizes it. But you're right in a way that it probably I don't know. Is it just not special enough? I, I'm trying to figure out what the problem is because I, I can. T- it didn't feel 100 percent right. It's still could, it's still feeling like you're calling attention to something as opposed fair. to just yeah. letting the character that's, be that. That's thing. kind of what I was trying to ask, but I just yeah. You know, I'm 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 Shazam. I'm kind of dumb, that's so okay. I don't know how to ask. Wisdom of Saruman. <laughs> that was a that was a decent runner. You know, that he just couldn't remember. There's I, great. I, jokes I did like it. I liked Steve the Pen and the fact that oh, Steve, yeah. that they never proofread what they wrote. You know, that was, was like, very that funny was when silly. she read I the like letter. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's, actually, yeah, that's that's the only time that Helen Mirren got to be funny in this yeah, movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then there's the moment of like, what is this Gatorade? You know, I'm like, <laughs> all right, there's 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 little things uh, for me, of course, I on a personal level, I get the enjoyment that the greatest evil that will destroy our world is all localized at Citizens Bank Ballpark, home of the Philadelphia Phillies. And you can just see that that's really where the true evil in the world all, it's just right under the ground. And and the apple just brought it up there. I thought that was very funny. Uh, <laughs> Do you hate the Phillies? Uh, it's the same division as the Mets. So it's oh, the Braves and Phillies. It okay. just kind of goes into the same thing. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought that, uh, you know, it, interestingly enough, you know, they found a, I just noticing in the credits that uh, they found a part of Atlanta that looked a, a decent amount like Philly. And I thought, Oh, they Martin, shot in Atlanta. Yeah. There was uh, some Atlanta attack credits. Canada yeah. And- yeah. A lot. And then a lot of movies will just do their post-production in Canada just for the tax code, oh, stuff okay. like that. But yeah, I think that uh, the, the filming locations, uh, you know, they're, they're the favorites, all the places with the, uh, the tax write-offs. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know if uh, if I I agree with you. I don't know that I would watch this again. If Heather asks me, do you think I should watch it? I'm like, kind of like in the way where like, you know, you're paying the bills and you want to put it on when it's yeah. on HBO Max. Um, Could be good I, when your kids are of age. Th- yeah, well, there's there's that. It's point. good for kids. Yeah. I mean, it is a little scary it's, in some places. Yeah, maybe. it's better. The violence in that opening scene really surprised me. I agree. Yeah. yeah. The the yeah, the needlessly smashing the yeah. uh, people recently turned into stone. In case you're considering like, well, maybe there's a way out of it for the, oh no, they're broken now. <laughs> so that's not gonna happen. Um it it is an interesting point in the DC film universe because we know that all the changes are coming and you don't know what's going to be a part of it. You know, seeing that trailer for Flash, it's like there's things about Flash that are going to be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was mentioning to my wife that she wasn't able to come to this, I was like, oh, well, maybe we can all go and see Flash. And she reminded me because I hadn't thought about it in a while. She's like, yeah, but, you know, the, that actor, uh, there's so many problems with uh, Ezra Miller. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
oh yeah, they kind of wore me down with the trailer looking cool and Michael Keaton being in it. It's not like I forgot about it. It's just not in the front of my mind. Yeah. It's like I'm going to see it. Uh, but you also wonder like, you know, what's going to happen at the end of that? I know what Will wants to happen at the end of that. Well, yeah. Barry Allen disappears and he's replaced by Wally West portrayed by Will Sterling. It could be me. It could be anybody else. I just want it to be you Wally. Just, so that's how much you want the character. Anyone can play. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's fair. I'm that's not a natural redhead. <laughs> no. We have to stop our hate against gingers. So Wally West has to be a redhead. Yeah, that's fair. I think. Yeah. Uh, but this movie, you know, yes, it's part of the interconnected universe. But I think that that, that final credit scene with the with the caterpillar. Mr. Mind. It is kind of funny. Because the, the, way, the way that the second one ended, you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's what the second movie's about. And then this credit sequence is like, nope. It was not about that. He's still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Which is like kind of funny, but I was like, I didn't need to stay for this. No. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you, to you, Casey, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah. I had no idea. You were recently the talking. You were caterpillar. recently awoken and you're like, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Woke up before the credits. Yeah. Why is, Mark Stra- Why is Sinestro from Re- Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern talking to that <laughs> caterpillar? Yeah. The caterpillar who seemed different than he was in the in, in the end credit scene for the first one, but to be fair, I haven't seen it. It was the same little it voice. It was the same little voice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just felt different. Uh but I I think there's a very, very small fraction of a chance that we see that story. You know, we see a continuation yes. of a standalone Shazam movie. I think we might be able to see him as part of something else, but I I would be surprised if we got another Shazam movie. And like I said, there were times where I felt like the movie was a little stupid. And there were times where I, I thought to myself, it's like, yeah, it's probably better that they don't keep making movies like this one. Whatever yeah. whatever the next yeah. phase is, I know they're not doing phases like Marvel does. It's like a well, new iteration. I mean, it's going to be basically a hard reset but James Gunn's going to keep the stuff he likes, you know, like his wife's character. You know, I can she's going to still be around. Yeah. <laughs> stuff that he's worked on yes. is going to be canon. I can see Zachary Levi as Shazam being like maybe a cameo or a part in the Amanda Waller TV show. Little things like that where it's like, well, we'll keep him around. We'll like let him do stuff. But like we're not spending $200 million making another one of these. No. Is that how much it costs to make that movie? I don't know. Probably somewhere up there. Probably somewhere around that. I mean, just... <sighs> You just have to figure the the rendering and the effects. I think the effects looked good. I mean, yeah, the fact good. that we're even talking about it means Let's see, maybe I can look it up. I'm like to a point where you notice when they didn't spend enough money. More than you know, it's like we've kind of we've got a, an expectation now. If a, a studio like Warner Brothers puts out a movie, it's going to have to at least look decent. It says 125 million dollars. That's all those tax credits for Atlanta and yeah. Canada and plus you know, marketing, I'm sure, involved. That's in that. true. Yeah. Imagine how many other good things could have been done with that much money. And I don't mean movie wise, just in the world. People, like if they just didn't make that movie Hollywood and doesn't use care. that money for something. They don't something care about doing like, good things. But they, they their would. good deed was being like, We love you, gay Can't kid. That's it. where they that yeah. was their tax credit. That was their moral tax credit. Was yeah, acknowledging some, that that kid some, was gay. Some executive, you know, rolled new carpeting for their office into the budget for this movie. Yeah. You know, you know so it's like the the money wouldn't have you you're right. I mean, imagine $125 million. How many like really good Oscar quality or I could make 125 one million dollar movies <laughs> no I don't even mean for movies <laughs> I mean like building housing okay. for unhoused people I, I'm, like, it's I'm, true I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that at all 
Warner Brothers would not spend it on that. That's they, right. But they also wouldn't spend it on... Maybe they would let you make 10, $12.5 million movies. That's possible. But I don't know. What are you doing with $12.5 million? I haven't written it. I've only written one movie that... No, two movies that would cost more than that. And they're, one's a fan fucking fiction script, basically. And the other one is an adaptation for a book of the rights I don't own. So... Those what about uh, the book that you have coming out that we're still not quite talking about yet? What would the film I, version of that cost? Uh, oh, Twelve. If we made a movie. It'd be <laughs> better as a it. TV show. It's right? formatted more for television, but you could do a movie. I guess it would probably be. It wouldn't be crazy. I think you could do it in that in that budget range. Fifteen million. Fifteen mil. I think the big the big thing that would balloon it is if anybody wanted to get famous actors in all of the parts. You know, because they're all kind of into like. I could see people wanting to be like, look at all these fucking names in this cast. But if it wasn't about that, that's it wouldn't be a terribly so if expensive. So if movie you to just make. put like me, Jeff DeRay, David Bujenski, Ken Walter. If I, yeah, if I cast a bunch of unknown people, I yeah. could make that movie for five hundred thousand dollars. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're ready. Okay. Sign us all up. I'm just, I represent all of them. <laughs> I'll get a. Cut. Do you have five hundred thousand dollars to fund it? Because uh, we'll make it. Uh, I might know someone who knows someone, but <laughs> most likely no. Probably don't. So yeah, it's um, it's not. So this isn't. This movie wasn't bad enough where I was like disappointed in it. It was just kind of what I was expecting. I wasn't excited about it. Getting to see Wonder Woman again, where I thought we were never going to get to see her again. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fun. It, it it didn't like you know redeem the movie in a way that like now it's a great movie. It's like oh, it was fun to see her again. I'm glad we got to see her, especially because with the fake out, I really thought like. I don't know who's coming in here. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's Wonder yeah. Woman. That's great. But, you know, that's kind of the the big thing about it. It's like Gal Gadot, Steve Agee. That's basically that's basically what I can uh, come away with. <laughs> uh, you know, again, good jokes and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I guess, it, what you said, I guess I kind of feel the same. Like, I wasn't really particularly excited. Yeah. You asked, like, do you want to go see it? And I was like, yeah. I mean, in the vein of like podcasting and I guess it's DC, but I have even reached the threshold of like superhero movies in general where I'm kind of like, um, I don't How do you think it's... Unless uh, I'm really excited, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. How do you think it measures up to uh, Black Adam? Did you I like was going to ask you that question, actually. Yeah. Well, I asked you first, so I'll, I I'll think, answer. I actually think I was more entertained because it was a brand new story by Black Adam. Yeah, I agree. I, and, I, 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 by the way, if you had asked me a year ago, which one do you think you'll like more? I'm like, of course, Shazam too. Yes. And having seen both of them, I'm like, no, I think Black Adam was a better story. It was a little different. And uh, I, I don't know. This this just didn't, it just didn't gel in the same way. I don't I, I don't love either of them. But sure. I think that uh, Black Adam was definitely better than this. But we want to know what you think. Let us know. What did you like? Are you happy? Let us know if listening to this and not watching because there's just audio. If listening to this, did we convince you to not see it, Dominicus Saxon? <laughs> because he has AMCA list and he sees pretty much everything. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's going to see it. I'm sure. But he's the one who usually, like, he doesn't care. He will watch or listen to our spoiler filled reviews and go see the movie anyway. I he's see. like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. You know, I don't want, I don't care if you ruin it. Um, you know, so, so now he's going to know that all three Spider Men, for some reason, show up in Shazam too. I still don't know why. It's wild. There. It was crazy. Andrew Garfield's still the best part of the movie. Kind of. Consistently. Yeah, the best part of every, the best part of just being at the Oscars. He was just smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There he is. Yeah. yeah. That's great to see him. But, uh, well, we've got Flash in June. And then, oh my gosh, there's still Aquaman. Which is reportedly so bad in test screenings that people have walked out of the test screen. Aquaman or Flash? Aquaman. 
Flash uh, is reportedly I, one of the best superhero movies that's ever been made. Yeah. People won't shut the fuck up about how good that movie is. But but Aquaman might be sub the Batgirl that they should Could you imagine? But it's too expensive for them to write it off. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine g- being like, oh my God, our test screens for Aquaman 2. How exciting. And then going, this is so bad. I don't even want to be part of this test screening. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, oh it's god! Like, if you leave, you're not going to get the twenty five dollars. It's I'm good. It's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. yeah. Maybe oh, there's too much Pitbull in it. Maybe there's multiple Pitbull songs. And it might not be enough. There Pitbull. was one in the first yeah, one. Yeah, so there's three in this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like how Thor Love Ocean Thunder was Ocean. all Guns and Roses songs. Oh, so this is like it's all Pitbull all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. So but then come next year, I guess there there's nothing there's oh. nothing in on deck i mean no. they'll get the you'll get another season of peacemaker obviously but that's because that's it's on James the back Guns. burner right here, yeah. yeah it's yeah i mean he's writing and planning to direct a superman movie that's so. right call me yeah, right exactly uh, christian said i'm the right age you're the perfect age for this superman you know you <laughs> i don't know how old harry cavill is but uh a little think, bit older than me but yeah. not by much actually yeah, he just i just feel like i still look kind of like a child yeah and i see henry cavill and i'm like he looks like a man yeah he's too british as well and he has though. the chin butt you, he does have the butt chin. Do you think butt you could chin. surgically get a butt chin if it would no, get you the that's superhero? why I grew the mustache. Yeah, that's true. So I could at least Tom Selleck it. Because that's a man, too. <laughs> that's who should be Superman. Tom yeah. Selleck. We've just <laughs> solved it right here, right now. Well, uh, this was uh, delightful to have the conversation. A conversation more enjoyable than the movie. Uh, Casey, thank you for being on the podcast for the first time. Thank you for having me. This will probably there. I I will come up with other excuses now. Other movies that you might get dragged to that. I I want to know the movie you don't want to see, and it's like, yeah, can we take her to that? Oh, interesting. That doesn't. That would not be good for you, though. No, no. Because Casey's genuinely honest about. No, I I just honestly mean like it's a good quality about her. She's like, I really don't like this, or I don't want to do something. And so like, if she's forced to do it, no, no, it's not that. If you just you see a trailer and it's okay. So my wife hates horror movies. She will never watch a horror movie. Same for her. So I wouldn't do that. But it's like a movie you see the trailer and you're like, nope, that's the movie I want to be like. Okay, but what if, what if. What if I? Uh, That's when I you g- sneak beers in the theater and then we like come I'll, back. I'll and- give you my f- refill popcorn again. You know, it's yeah. like it's fine. Oh, we did we'll get to refill. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's fine. I, I didn't need two buckets. It was perfect. I know Jeff Duray is going to hear this and be like, "What do you mean you didn't need two buckets?" Jeff Duray got his wedding coming up in October. Congratulations! Oh, yeah. Congratulations to Jeff Duray. Congratulations! We have to figure out if uh, we can make it out there for that. So, I want to. Let's put it that way. Um, but Casey, uh, appreciate uh, the time and looking forward to more conversations. I guess I'm going to believe that you're real, but honestly, I, I don't know if the Casey character is well written by Will. You know, he's very talented, so he may have just really done a good job. The big giveaway was that she fell asleep during it. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of seems like something. Yeah, that was the fault in the plan. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. It does seem a little bit more real. I kept hitting her. I was like, you were fucking this up. When when Natasha laughed during the first Aquaman at a line that was not funny, Natasha is Jeff's fiance. She's uh, met Natasha. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Because I didn't meet you for so long. I yeah. forgot that other people did. Everybody met <laughs> in, on the other that, coast of the country. That was the other Ken part of it. Yeah. met her Ken, before you, you did. Coltrane. Oh, Coltrane yeah. met you. Yeah. 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 And I but uh, Will Sterling, where can people find you? History Rated R, of course. That's the podcast at Will Sterling underscore. And then Fame by Misadventures, the book. But, you know, 
it's like I said, we'll do we could do a big whole sh- segment on it once there's a pre order link. I just I, want there to be people like I will. They need a, a I will place pay. To go. I will pay to pre order it. But if you send me a digital copy so that I can also read it mm. and we can do the show, I'll still pay for one. I send you a digital copy right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, it's not watermarked. So you heard it here for oh, but. So, so, so. <laughs> Read the blackcast at gmail.com for yeah. free copies <laughs> of Will Sterling's book. And uh, I uh, things are uh, settling down a little bit, so uh, hopefully I can uh, make my debut on uh, History Radio. Yeah, you let me know. I, I will. No, okay. this is really this is the point. We're going to be past spring break next week, and then it's like as we go from spring into summer, that's like finally we're like moved into the house. Okay. If you guys are willing to come to Burbank, we can let people into the house now. Uh-huh. There was a point where it was like it's like well, it's a it's a labyrinth of cardboard boxes. Yeah, come on through. Okay. Let's see. Here's a map. <laughs> There's a Minotaur. Watch out. <laughs> Craig uh, Craig loves the smokehouse there in Burbank. Oh my gosh, so do I. So it's an excuse. We Sal- go to, Salman and I. That's are how I talk to, him into going to Burbank. Salman and I are trying to have lunch with oh. Dennis Miller oh. at the smokehouse because okay. he said he would come down. I'm like, I think I know where where we can entice him. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You'll hear Farad Muhammad say all of this in about 10 seconds. Uh, and of course, uh, you can find the Blackcast where podcasts are found, except for Spotify, I'm told. I need to actually do something about getting it on Spotify. Oh, it's really easy. I told, yeah, no, I told people, I was just like, oh, you know, when you were doing the, hey, what's your listening percentage of stuff on Spotify? And I was like, yeah, what about you? And Sam Whitfield writes, I was like, actually, you're not on Spotify. I'm like, oh, I'm not. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> so... It's well, easy to do. Yeah. Well, good. I'll, I'll have you sit down and show me how someday. But that is all the time we have for now. We'll see you next time, which I believe will be our uh, 2023 MLB preview special with myself and Salmon and special guests. Bad news keeps coming for fans of the New York Mets. So well, we might not talk about uh, much of anything else. But uh, that'll be our next episode. And we'll see you next time on The Blackcast. So let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around with this. This must be a circus in town. Shut the shit down on these clowns. And I get a witness. Hey, okay. Let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around with this. This must be a circus in town. Shut the shit down on these clowns. And I get a witness. Hey, okay. We gotta move fast, gotta perform miracles. G will it straight? Only bad syllables. Look at all the bullshit that goes on in Gotham when I'm going. close to it nobody says it but still everybody knows this shit the most hated on out of all those who say they get hated on in 80 songs and exaggerated all so much they make it all up there's no such thing like a female with good looks who cooks and cleans it just means so much more there's so much more people when you're rapping and you know what for the show must go on so i'd like to welcome y'all to marshall and andre's Thank you for listening to the Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like the Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram, 
And of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on The Bladcast. No one's going to see this anyway, so I can admit this here, right? Well, this has been The Bladcast. I am your host. <laughs> you can find me at ChristianDMZ. Jeff Duray, not on Twitter. The Blad cast welcome to the stream who are you one of the best podcasts you can ever see the black cast we're watching it we got no wi-fi we can't hear a thing but we love it go watch the black cast with me and carl it was a great show if i remembered it but if i was on it must have been great right give myself a bill good luck with the whole thing and you know here's to another 500 get you to a thousand you know which is more than 500 last time i checked Next time will be our uh, 2023 MLB preview special with myself and Salmon and special guests. Bad news keeps coming for fans of the New York Mets, so we might not talk about uh, much of anything else. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We're closed.